Hi guys, it's been a while since I've done a podcast and I'm back and I've said this for the past three episodes but I'm actually back this time because the past four episodes have been experiments, it's been me trying to find my vibe and now I'm back, now I'm actually ready to take it seriously and I'm here. So hi guys, how you doing? Um, Today, today is a weird podcast because we're going to talk about my month at uni. The past month that I've been here, I've moved in. Um, end of September, and I've been here now nearly the end of October, nearly Halloween, whoa, um, and yeah, it's been a weird month, it's been a weird, weird month, I can't lie to you, there's been a lot of drama, a lot of mistakes, a lot of successes, a lot of lessons learnt, I've met so many new people who are all amazing, um, it's been pretty cool, it's been pretty cool, and I really don't know how to describe it, but it's been... It's been refreshing being in a new environment, being in being thrown into like the deep end almost. And it reminds me of last year when I did a foundation year in Swansea, Swansea University, and I was thrown into the deep end because I didn't even know how to live by myself, let alone, you know, be uni, studying, everything like that. So it was pretty cool, and I can't lie, it's been a pretty cool journey so far, um, despite it only being a month. But new, new beginnings, new environments, they breed a lot of things. They give you a lot of things. They expose you to a lot of things. And one of the, one of the biggest discoveries I've made about things is myself, is how I am around certain types of people. And I think the topic of this podcast is really going to be around being self-aware and having those new beginnings to allow you to understand that because a lot of people aren't and that is by no means a bad thing that's by no means up to them it's just being self-aware takes so much effort that if you aren't 100 percent invested in it and interested in it there's no point because it does take up a lot of your time it's a very long and a lot of effort for something you're not even passionate about but i feel like people don't understand how to do it never mind whether to start or not you know being self-aware is being honest with yourself is allowing yourself to understand that you have weaknesses that some weaknesses are actually things you thought were your biggest strengths and that you're actually going to have to give up some of your character some of your personality some of you and replace it with something entirely new that's the hardest part that is the most challenging part for someone because it plays on your ego it plays on your your self-image and let's face it the majority of teenagers nowadays and uh, and people in their early 20s don't even have a very good self-image to start with and therefore you know having to admit to yourself i'm not too good at this this is a weakness i'm not exactly the best at, at talking to people i'm not the best at portraying myself in a good light i'm not the best at saying no and a load of other things is hard and it may even make it worse which is why, obviously, deal with those things first and then look into self, self-awareness. self But if you don't have a very good self-image, but you think you're going to be able to manage, start. Start anywhere. And when I mean anywhere, I mean pick something about yourself. Let's say it's your body. I, I did do an episode, my very first episode on this podcast, actually. It's called The Life Filter. And it has, um, it has four filters that you should go through, right? I'm healthier, smarter, richer, and happier. 
and these filters are basically encompass everything about your life pick one of them so let's say you pick you pick healthier that's your body right that's your physical health what do you do do you not go to the gym or do you not do any exercise during the week is your diet bad do you not drink enough water you know what's what what is what do you think is a weakness in that area and then go and find out a way on how to improve it and then the last thing you have to do is actually take the action of going and actually improving it that's that's the starting point that's how you start becoming a self becoming self-aware tony robbins had a really good quote and i talked about this in the last episode control and he uses a, he uses a phrase called remolding yourself or resculpting yourself and essentially he says think of yourself as a statue and imagine that you have all these mistakes in the statue and you have to chip away at each one of those mistakes to make it perfect to make it perfect each one of those mistakes is something within you that you're not happy with and you're sculpting yourself you're sculpting yourself from the beginning essentially and you make yourself into someone who you want to be and that's how that's easy that that's not the easiest way of becoming self-aware that's the best way of becoming self-aware because you mold yourself which means you know every single nook and cranny of your mind and that i feel like is the most powerful weapon anyone can ever have ever now as i said before new beginnings new environments they bring something out they expose you to certain things which you, you perhaps might not even want to be exposed to and this can often be quite scary can be quite daunting anything like that but guess what baby steps are a thing you don't have to take this massive leap of faith in self-awareness you can take baby steps and baby steps the best thing anyone's ever had to like label right because baby steps are the only things that stop you from going backwards I personally don't believe that there is you stay the same. You either move forward or backwards. And that's how I see it. Right? And baby steps are the things that stop you from moving backwards because you are continuously moving forward. No matter how small the steps are, no matter how slowly you're going, you're going forward. You know, if you're taking baby steps, think about it this way, you're moving faster than someone who's not moving at all. Right? You're moving faster than someone who's not moving at all. So you're doing better than them. Right? So you're not doing you're not the worst just because you're going slowly. You're still moving forward. And one of the ways that you can actually help yourself move forward is by chucking yourself into these new environments. Because these new environments come with lessons. You're going to make a lot of mistakes. You're going to make a lot of trip-ups. And these come with lessons, believe it or not. Every single mistake you make, every single failure that you do that you dub as a failure, as a negative thing, they're lessons. You learn from it or you reject it. And each And if you reject it, you stay the same. You might even go backwards. If you learn from it and accept it then you guess what you're going to evolve you're going to evolve you're going to learn you're going to become something better no matter how small the change and that's the fascinating thing about life you never stop encountering these lessons they're just things that are a constant they're like a surety almost and it's quite reassuring when you have something that you you just know look all i need to do is get past the next hour and something's going to turn up which is going to teach me something and i am going to learn from it you know, it's quite reassuring for me personally. Like, you know, if I'm ever having a bad day or I'm not feeling the best, I just kind of wait. I stop everything that I'm doing and I just wait. I might go for a walk. I might go outside and just sit outside on the bench in a park or something. But I'll do something and I might, I might look and I might see someone and they teach me something. 
just by observing. That's the powerful thing about about watching and observing things. It doesn't have to be people, just things. You can learn something from everything. Every mistake, every failure, every tree, every person, everything. But you know, you have to be you have to be willing to learn. You only ever learn what you want to learn. You only ever learn what you want to learn. Even if the lesson is putting something into your face, shoving it as fast, as hard as they want, right? You only learn what you want to learn. I Meaning if you go into, a, if, let's say I go into a lecture at university and I don't really want to be there. I don't want to learn anything. I just want to sleep. I'm not going to, I'm not going to remember anything from that lecture the day after. That's just how our brains work. Um, if you go into a certain situation and you're looking for the negatives, you're going to find the negatives. If you're looking for the positives, you're going to find the positives. It's funny how that works, right? It's funny how that's why pessimists stay pessimistic and optimists stay optimistic. That's why, because you find what you're looking for. Now, you know, one of the ways people really become self-aware is A, learning from every single thing around them. Be sculpting themselves. But the third thing is slowing down. Slow down your thinking. Slow down everything that you're doing. You know, slowing down is a step forward because you're allowing yourself to refresh. You know, changing yourself and having to pick apart your own brain, that's mentally exhausting. If you do it too much, you're in a continuous like burst of energy, you're gonna overwork yourself mentally. And you're going to experience things like laziness, fatigue, uh, mood swings, and to be aggravated all the time. These are not these aren't things people like to have, right? It's well, a simple, simple thing to 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 avoid this, and it's just to slow down, slow down your speech, your walk, your thoughts, your hand gestures, anything. Slow it down a little bit. Take a self care day. That's what I call them. There's days where I don't do any work. I don't think about anything else except for looking after myself. I go to the gym. I do my skincare routine. I journal. I tidy my room. I might contact a person that I've never, that I haven't spoken to in a while, and that helps me. That actually really, really helps me just to refresh myself for the coming week. I do it on Saturdays and Sundays. I have the day entirely of work, and that's how I like to do things. That's how I like to go go ahead with my life, and it works. Because I'm allowing myself to refresh, to get back to full capacity, and it keeps me stress free. You know, I do me- I do meditate in the morning and in the evening, every single day, and that keeps me stress free. But if I didn't have that day, if I didn't have that self care day weekly, I'd get burnt out. And burn burnout, not very productive at all. I can tell you that, guys. Burnout is the enemy to productivity. Trust me alongside procrastination of course but you see what happens when you're when you're rushing everything i want to take this onto like a scientific type of point of view now and why you need to slow down what happens when you rush everything when you when you're living life in haste your stress levels go up i mean your cortisol level goes goes up high cortisol levels cortisol by the way cortisol is a, is a stress hormone basically what happens when you have high cortisol levels a lot of things happen and things like hair loss, like body pains and aches, like headaches. No one wants that. And then let's forget about the cortisol. 
what happens when you're when you're rushing a little thing called adrenaline comes out adrenaline and your body isn't meant it isn't built for adrenaline to be rushing around it for 24 hours a day right it's not it's not built for that and therefore your body reacts in a certain way when that does happen that's why you shouldn't have too much caffeine because it, it raises your heart your um heart rate up a bit too much you know so that's another way of becoming self-aware slowing down and it also allows you to have a clear mental clarity which also allows you to become more rational and when you're more rational you're able to think about yourself and your weaknesses without getting emotional about it and without rejecting out whether you have any or anything like that right because that is your emotional side coming out rather than your rational side everyone has two sides to them to their thinking an emotional side and a rational side and when you're trying to figure out problems and solve problems your rational side is one which would probably be better at that and with empathy and interpersonal relationships your um emotional side is probably better with that so it all depends on how you use them and taking out that emotional side when you're trying to realize that you you have weaknesses and you need to build on them you need to work on them and make them into strengths your emotional side can often um interfere with that and often make it harder for you to do that naturally um but one thing i wanted to mention just one last thing that i really wanted to mention was about happiness right what do you consider happiness as personally i believe it's peace and there's a quote that goes around which says happiness isn't pleasure it's peace and i love that right Cause a lot of people associate happiness with pleasure but a lot of people have a lot of pleasure and they're not too happy right um and a good surrounding a good environment and a good headspace is necessary for to become self-aware is necessary for you to understand yourself and become better you know that's 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 necessary and happiness is often how you get a clear mental state because you're not sad you're not thinking about loads of stuff you can often slow down your thoughts or even cut them off completely when you're happy um and that's pretty interesting it's pretty interesting to me and that's why i'm reading a book at the moment called games people play the psychology of human relationships it's by a guy called eric bean um he talks about quite a few things and we're actually going to talk about what this very first concept called ego states in the next episode um and just i'd give it a read i'd buy the book or get a digital copy if 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 you could um if not i'll be talking about it over the next few episodes anyways but it's a great book and it, it's really i'm going to be talking about it going through a full full description of what's going on in there over the next few episodes it's going to become a new series on this podcast with book reviews and book um book summaries and yeah it basically talks about how everyone behaves in a certain way and happiness often puts you into a very infantile mindset and therefore happiness is great because infants aren't thinking about anything children don't have a lot of thoughts in their brains that's why they're so carefree that's how you have to be when you're trying to become self-aware because if you have all these thoughts around you trust me it is bad it is hard right it is hard as hell to try and get your mind to understand that you have weaknesses when you're thinking about 10 other things at the same time if you do it great not going to work for everyone um so yeah it's really just personal preference but those are my kind of tips that i found worked for me and a couple of my friends and trying to become more self-aware um but if you if you feel like you've got a, another one or I've missed something out, or um, you disagree with one of my points, feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram. Or even if you just want to tell me that you didn't like the podcast, or you did like the podcast, or you think I can do this, or you want a topic to be to be spoken about on here, 
shoot me a DM on Instagram. It's in my Instagram is in the bio of the podcast, the description of the episode. It's also Siraj R V T S I R A J R V T. That's my Instagram. Shoot me a DM on there. I'm love to talk to me guys and you know, just have a great day. Have a great day. Drink some water and smile. Peace out. Bye guys.